This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Ten minutes in to hour number two, Eric Lee Show, Richland's Courtney Carson, downtown Decatur, of course, uh, brought to you by Decatur Earth Mover Credit Union. And, you know, I love this. I, I stumbled on the, the show on Amazon, and we had Corey uh, Waltering on, mm-hmm. who was on that show, who, who was from Aurora. And now I, I see him sitting there one night. I'm like, I need something new to watch on Netflix. Let me take mm-hmm. a peek at what we got. The American Barbecue Showdown. Now, I never realized just how much a trailer will get me to watch a show. Uh-huh. Because I don't watch a lot of cooking shows. Okay. Because why do I want to watch a cooking show at midnight when I can't make a damn thing? <laughs> and if, even if I could, we ain't got none of, the, none of the stuff to make. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, these these look like entertaining contestants. And, uh, and the American Barbecue Showdown is what it was. It's the first season of it. And one of those... Uh, contestants, characters, you could say, uh, known simply by his last name, Boatwright. Boatwright. And Boatwright, you're joining us. You're not. You're, this is going to seem like a little irony, but uh, you're on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines. <laughs> that is a place in town that sponsors our phone lines. <laughs> right. And, uh, and uh, Mr. James Boatwright from the Lou. How are you doing, sir? Oh, man, I'm doing good, baby. How about yourself? Oh, man, we're good. We're good. I, I watched, uh, I, I finally finished it. When we talked last week, I, I hadn't seen the last couple episodes. I finally finished it. I know who won. We won't necessarily give away who won. Uh, d- did you know very many people from, from this competition when, uh, when when you set out to be in it? I did not. Uh, everybody was a first time meet. You know, we met each other for the first time when we uh, came on set for the first day. Now, where was that set? Where did you go for that? We were in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, because that that looked pretty impressive. It lo- looks kind of like a campground. Did you sleep on? Did you sleep on? Was it like a place to sleep, or did you go to a hotel every night? Oh no, we, we went to a hotel every night. But man, I could have slept out there. Man, it was beautiful. That's awesome. Mm. It was hot. Lord, that mercy, hot. But it was it was the nights were beautiful. When did you film it? Uh, it was in September, around September last year. So yeah, because obviously there's no masks in the show. There's no word of a pandemic because you filmed it before. So, uh, yeah. so I figured you could tell it was hot. I didn't. I don't know how long it's that hot in Atlanta, but obviously well into the fall. Uh, oh and, man! And uh, <laughs> what did you? How did you get? How did you even find out about this show? To, I mean, did, did you? Did you? Did somebody find you, or did you find them? Actually, uh, I, they uh, found me. Actually, I, I go around, man. I cook and uh, get in competitions anytime I can. I, this barbecue family is a big family, and yeah. I try to meet as many people as I can. Uh, from time to time, I cook with uh, Big Mo Kason. He's one of the biggest names in the game right now. That's that's my mm. that's my guy right there. And uh, he opened the door for me to cook with him on his Memphis and May team and cook with him at the Q and the Lou. And from there, man, uh, people just started kind of following me, seeing what I was doing. And then they reached out to me and said, hey, how do you feel about competing? Mm. And uh, I was like, sure, let's do it, yeah. you know? I, I tell you what, I'm not even sure what the winner won. Was it cash? You know what? I do not know. We we were not told. Huh. Uh, you would have had to make it to the end to find out. And of course, you know we all keep in touch. You know we all have gotten pretty close. Good. But uh, I never asked the question. Yeah. You know who? What'd you get? Or anything like that? What makes your barbecue the best barbecue? Because you got to feel like you got the best barbecue. Yours. Man, I tell you what. My barbecue is low and slow, tender as a mother's love, and it will turn you out. You Talk me? to me. Talk to tender me. Tender as a mother's yes, love. Sir. Tender yes, as sir. a mother's <laughs> love. I understand you, man. <laughs> hey, so do you, you do you barbecue with pellets or logs or 
I, I know what this man's not going to say is pellets. Charcoal <laughs> or what? Talk to me. What's, what's... Okay, I'm going to tell you what. I have cooked on pellet smokers. I'm not saying they're bad. They're uh-huh. good. Uh, Green Mountain, I probably prefer over any, but I'm an old-fashioned guy, man. I love some coals. I know that's right. Wood, man. You know what I'm saying? Get that wood and coals and yeah. let that let that fire lick that meat, you know, and sing love songs to it all night, man, low and slow. <laughs> got to well, talk to it, low and slow. You, I like him. got to play a little yes, Sam Cooke. Yes, you got to know it. <laughs> if it's going to be as tender as a mother's love, you got to play a little Otis for it. you got to play some oh, Otis man. for it. Yeah, you know, you got to make it right, you know. You got hey, to make man. it right. I the, know that's right. The judges in this competition are a guy named Kevin Bledsoe and uh, Melissa Cookston, and, and are, they're heavy hitters in this game, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were, hey, man, they were tough. Uh Great personalities, but when it comes to this, this grilling, this cooking, this, they take their barbecue serious. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they were definitely tough. I love them both, but uh, doing the competition, I mean, it was intimidating, man. And I'm not intimidated <laughs> by too many people. Matter <laughs> of fact, I can't think of one person I'm intimidated by, but they intimidated me a little bit. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it's down to them. And I thought it was interesting that everybody that lost respected. Like I feel like even in a competition, you'll say it, but I felt like they truly respected that, okay, I didn't do good enough. It wasn't just, mm-hmm. okay, it was good, but th- this one person didn't like it. Because you trust these two enough um, that, that yeah. you know. It, it, and, and honestly, you know, some people, I won't I won't say who, you, you're welcome to say whatever you like. But this, this competition not only made you cook barbecue, mm-hmm. you had to make sides. Mm. There, I don't know oh, if man. there were desserts. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah. you, you even kind of said that's, that's not your jam necessarily. I'm going to tell you what, man. You know, you know, of course, you know, for the show, you know, a lot of editing going. But sure. what I expressed is that I'm good at sides. I ain't going to lie. I'm good at them. My mm-hmm. wife, though, my wife is great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't normally do the sides. I mean, whenever I need to. I could do them and make somebody say, oh, Lord, this good. Uh-huh. But I don't get the response that she gets, you know. She get that, like, hey, look, make me this pan of this, and I'll pay you whatever price you put on it. <laughs> right. That's, <laughs> awesome. that's how she gets down. So so explain to me, how do you, how do a, a barbecuer such as yourself, a cooker such as yourself, get the spare ribs to, 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 to really be extremely tender to where you can just take a spoon and just eat the spare rib. How do you get Courtney's that? been a barbecue for 15 minutes, so you're, you're, <laughs> right. he's really trying to learn. He's, he's trying to learn. What, man. <laughs> the process, and I'm going to make it short and sweet for you. The okay. process and taking a spare rib and getting it where you want it is low and slow. I tell anybody that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't rush perfection. You can't rush it. The meat is done when the meat says it's done. You feel me? Yes, sir. You have to really take your time with that, man. It falls on, you know, not just the rubs and everything, but you take that that spare rib, man, you put it on that joke at 225, 250, mm. let it do its thing till it's ready. When you start to see the fat kind of render off and the meat draw up on the bone and you get that end piece right at that end where that rib stick out at. Yeah. When you see that start to draw up on there like that, I mean, this is whether you wrap it or not. Because mm. I don't even wrap mine unless I'm doing a competition. Mm. But when that meat begin to draw up on that bone, man, and you check that internal temp, then they say 190, 195. Yeah. I guarantee you right there, you'd be saying like, uh, I, I catered an event, and this lady, and I kid you not, 
She pulled her teeth out of her mouth. She said, oh, my God. She said, this meat is so tender, you don't even need your teeth. <laughs> she literally pulled her teeth, her dentures out of her mouth, man, and ate the rib with no teeth. That's with gotta, no teeth. That's got to go on your business card, man. <laughs> got to go on A caricature of a, of a lady holding her dentures. Right. Right. I, I, I hope if she's listening, if she remember me, that she reaches out to me because I wanted to do a video with her and just let her talk about that experience she had. Because I tell you what, she she she, she drew a crowd for me that day. Mm. Took a t- she took her teeth out. That's amazing. Yeah, I kid you not, man. That's great. So, we were rolling, but I mean, it was funny, but it, was, it said a lot from a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How did this start for you? How did this barbecue and uh, passion start? I mean, is there a parent? Did you just one day, like Courtney, say, I'm going to learn how to do this, and then uh, you fell in love with it? You know what? It started, it's almost a family thing, if you okay. want to say that. Uh, I just can remember back as far back as I can remember. I remember watching my, and I was a little guy, man. I often tell people knee high to a grasshopper. Mm-hmm. I remember watching my dad and them. You know, take whole hogs and they take them from the nasty to the nice. If you mm, feel wow, them. really? And they would take and dig a hole in the ground, and yep. they would cook these hogs all night long. And I tell you what, it was torture for one, because you're smelling this all through the night, man. And all you want to do is just tear into it. You can't even sleep good. Mm-hmm. But ever since then, I've just been passionate about it. I love to grill. I love to cook. Now, uh, now I know I, you've I, always I, been a big guy. If the, if, if the smell was torture, now I know you've always been a big guy because that's my life too. Oh man, yeah, man. You know, and <laughs> I tell you the truth, uh, it's therapy to me, man. You know, yes, sir. Sure, it's just something to do to clear your mind, clear your thoughts, think about a lot of things, reflect on the world. Yes, sir. That's what that's what grilling does for me. That's how passionate I am about it. What's What's your favorite dish with your couple with the your favorite side? Talk to me about that. Man, I've been asked that question a whole lot. Man, I love everything about barbecue so much. It's really hard to answer that question. Mm. But if I had to put it into a category, I'd have to say either a beef rib or a baby back rib. I got a real nice process I do with my beef ribs. Mm -hmm. And uh, I let it take its time, do its thing. Yeah. And uh, when that baby is so, as I said in the the show, when that meat is falling off the bone. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And then take that probably with some coleslaw and my wife's uh, pork cheese, macaroni and cheese. Especially Ooh. if she throw a little oh pork pork stuff in it. Oh, she clowns with it, man. Oh, I'm, I, should, I'm I should have ate lunch. This is a huge man, mistake. I'm going to come and get y'all right one day, man, and let y'all see what's happening. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to warn you now. It's going to turn you out. It's going to make a fiend out you. Oh, man. I, t- tell me, I mean, I, in the non-pandemic era, uh, or the, the non-pandemic world, how often were you cooking for the public to where people could come, you know, is it mostly just events, so you got to be invited to the event, or, or do you do – you, you mentioned pop-up events. I did um, – Non-pandemic, man. I cook all summer. I work for the River Garden School District. That's my nine to five. Yeah. But in the summertime, when I'm off, I normally start around May, and I cook probably until sometimes into September. But yeah. uh, mainly it's pop-up cooks and events, catering events. Uh, I even uh, have cooked, you know, for people in need and just hand it out. That's I did awesome. most of that during this pandemic, though. Uh, I did a lot of cooking, and most of it I was giving away, man. Just anybody who would donate to me so that I can keep cooking and keep giving. Mm. Barbecuers, man. Vinny's Barbecue here does the same thing. Gives, yeah. gives food away to people yeah, all the time. I definitely. mean, it, that is, that is, uh, it's amazing to, to take care of people like that. And 
Um, already, I'm sure you're addicted to people trying your food and going, damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the Man, drug, right? It's a, it's a good feeling, you know. My name that they call me is Big J, Big J Soul. Okay. You know, we got a saying, you know, in the family, and most African-American families, they say, ooh, baby, you stuck your foot in this, right? Yeah, we do say that. <laughs> foot in this. But I go a little further, man. I say I want to put my soul into it. I want to leave a mark on anything I do. Um, that's why I'm a low and slow guy. I like to put my mark on it. Something that says, hey, I, I was here. I've been here. Yeah. And leave a little something there to where when they think about it, they say, Lord, have mercy, Big J. That's mm. great. My man, I need I need to have this. I've had a lot of people right now, they don't care how long they have to wait, they won't eat barbecue anywhere else. <laughs> like, man, whenever you're cooking, that's when I get my fix. So so do we say your barbecue is traditional St. Louis barbecue? Is it or or do you, do you do you think you have a mix of you know people talk about barbecues in different parts of the country? Yeah, I would say I'm unorthodox. Uh, a little bit of St. Louis, a little bit of North, a little bit of South. Uh, you know, my mom's people from Louisiana, my dad's people from Mississippi, but I was born and raised, you know, my mom, dad, and them in Michigan. Okay. Was, oh, okay. Yeah, I've been in St. Louis for about one, soon to be 22 years, but I'm hmm. originally from a small city called Dwarjack, Michigan, and. Uh, there was a combination of cooking going on. You know, it, it mm-hmm. came from so many parts of the world. You know, well, not just the world, but of the, of the, of the United States. Well, you, get, you got it. Do you have a new New Orleans? You, I know you got the New Orleans soul in there, but do you have a New Orleans style flavoring? Uh, I do. I got a little some thing, a few things that my grandmother, you know, taught me wow. and showed me yeah. that. Uh, I really wish, to be honest with you, thinking about that, that I would have wrote down a lot of the stuff that she used to. Yeah, yeah. Most of it, I remember it from being around her so much, you know. But there's a whole lot that uh, I let escape, and I I really wish I had been thinking to write or record this stuff. Sure. Yeah, if you only knew what uh, where life was going to take you, this is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. James L. Boatwright Sr. is your Facebook name if people want to follow you on there. Instagram, uh, it sounds like that's the best place to go. Big J Soul BBQ and more. Um, And and you announce, you know, pop-up events. If you do something during the pandemic, probably not as often, but definitely after the pandemic, we we, we got we got to try this Big J Soul barbecue, man. We got and oh, you ain't far God. away. Yeah, I mean, we got to, uh, Instagram change is Big, is Big J Soul barbecue now. Oh, okay. Big J Soul BBQ. Um, yeah, this pandemic has been something, man. You know, so so many people lost more than what I lost. Mm-hmm. Sure. But uh, you know, coming into this, man, I invested twenty three thousand of my own money to get started. And opened up J Soul's Barbecue and more. I was approved for a loan back in March, end yeah. of March, beginning of April, and like two days before signing the paperwork to go ahead and make it official. That's when the, everything in the state of Missouri just shut down yeah. you know, mm. because of the pandemic. So uh, we ran the paperwork, the numbers. It's like I would have started off three grand in the red every month. I said, "There's no way to start." So I just said, "I'll wait it out." Sure. Hopefully, yeah. I get handled on this. So. Do you, June came around and still didn't change, you know. Yeah. So I'm gonna see what 2021 brings. Do you have a location you want to be or a certain side of town? Uh, I did at the time, but now reevaluate. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna reevaluate everything as I come into 2021. Uh, I got a show that I'm working on right now for uh, my YouTube channel that may possibly be picked up, but uh, I'll be having a website out. Big J Souls Barbecue website, okay, webpage, and I'll be announcing more stuff about that. Uh, it's a, 
it's a possibility to be picked up later on. So that's cool. That's cool. I, I keep everybody posted on what's happening with that, but uh, so let me ask. Play- Go ahead. Let me ask you this. There, there's a there's a well-known barbecue spot down on Washington Avenue. I can't remember the name of it. I think it's on Wash Ave down there. Uh, but when you maybe maybe you know about it, maybe you don't. But just when you hear about a popular barbecue place that is kind of a chain restaurant, do you typically like food from those places, or do you just yeah, know I'll, you can do it I'll better try now? Them. Okay. I'll try them if they're good. I'll go with them. Uh, I like sugar fires here. I love. Uh, that's that's it. Sugar fire. Yeah, I like Pappy's, uh, Smokehouse. I like Sugar Fire. They're some great guys. I've had the opportunity to cook with those guys, you know. Cool. Um, work with those guys, man. I mean, they're, they're, first of all, they got great personalities, but their food is good, too. Okay. Hands down, their food is great. Because I thought Sugar Fire was pretty good, but I'm just guessing a, a barbecue will eat it and go. It's, even if you like it, you're like, I can do better, right? <laughs> well, you know, we all got that. We all say that one thing we could do pretty good, you know, and, uh, I can do this better, but hands down, overall, we all respect one another. Right. It's not it's not very often you run across some of us that's just flat out disrespectful another. It's 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 a mutual respect. We're gonna talk a lot of trash. Right. <laughs> but but it's a mutual respect. It's all in love. Speaking of other guys doing it, boy Rashid from the show seemed about one of the sweetest people you could ever find. For a dude for a dude looked like a middle linebacker. Hey man, that dude is my brother from another mother. You know he's all right. Yeah. I mean everybody pretty much. I mean they're just a great group of people, man. I mean I wouldn't I would work with those guys again any day. Uh, he's definitely a great guy, real mellow guy, uh, passionate about this cooking just as much if not more than any of us. Pretty you new know, to uh, it too, right? Huh? Pretty new to it too, I believe. Well, yeah, yeah, he's uh. He's not new to cooking and grilling, but he's new to that competitive life. Yeah. Uh, man, the guy is awesome. I'm being honest with you. Yeah. He talked when he that talked to Ashley off the ledge. Ashley, who had, had nothing was going right for him there that in that one episode, and this guy who's like, I don't stand a chance. And it's it's a competitor that goes over there and mm. helps him. Oh man, like, I'm telling you, wow, the dude, and and he's like that on or off camera. I don't care if we're on camera. Off. I'm gonna tell you what. That second uh, challenge where I could not do that shellfish. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. They they did you know they didn't show that part, but I'm highly allergic to shell. Oh really? Oh okay. And I want you to know, man, that I I was really trying to figure out how I was gonna do it, what I was gonna do. Um, I didn't become allergic till I was like 36 or 7 years old, man. I used to love it. I oh, still wow. love it if I could eat it. Yeah. You yeah. know, but just the cooking yeah. and being alone with it, mm. without some type of something to cover my face, man, it jacks me up. But even behind the scenes, you know, he was trying to help me out. Hey, vote, man. Vote right. Just check this out. Try this. Try that. Uh, maybe you could do I mean, he was genuinely trying to help, man. He's just a great guy. He's like, don't give up. Just do this. I said, man, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's cool. I, 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 I mean, I even had to go outdoors because just from them starting to cook and work with it in that kitchen and some of it off the grill. That makes sense. starting to hit me. I had to hurry up and go outdoors and just. Hang out on that grill for a minute, man. Get some fresh air. I was like, God, dog. Yeah, yeah. But I would have really hated to have to go further. I would have loved to go further, but definitely would have hated to have to challenge that guy, man. He's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. I'll everything after that, I specialize in even wild game, but I, it was gonna be a challenge either way. All of them were good though. Yeah, dude, it, it, Bo Wright, it's awesome talking to you, man. This is just a, a cool way to catch up, and that's a show that had eight has eight episodes. People can go watch and. 
uh, you know, you, you come, you, you watch on TV, so it's like you're a character uh, instead of a person. But you're the dude we watch. You're the dude I watched on that show, and and it's it's cool uh, catching up with you. We knew you win whenever uh, you start making it on a big time, and when you when you're too busy to take our calls, we'll know uh, we had you win, right? <laughs> hey man, thank you, baby. I'll never be too busy, man. You call me up. Anytime I make the time for you, well, man. I'll, I'll Definitely going to make the time to cook for y'all. I'll be, I'll be following you on everything and finding the time we can pop down to the loo because uh, I can't wait to try it, man. Man, likewise. Right on, man. Right much, on. Much love to you, sir. Best of luck on everything and, uh, you know, get through this pandemic and, uh, and good luck with everything. Thank you, and y'all yeah. have a great one. You too. Blessings to you. His name is James Boatwright. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.